0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host Gregory Turner,
2: and I'm your co-host Brian J. Henderson. Brian, yes, sir.
1: We have her back tonight. Yes, we do. <laughs> I received—I don't know how many emails. I—I I, I probably say hundreds uh, since <laughs> last week when we. Said that Dr. Adams will be back on the show. People remember her when she came in and ripped it up the last time. (laughs) And my mom heard the show; she was like, "Dr. Adams is up in your face." I said, "Well, it's the truth. That's what the truth will give you, and that's what she's speaking, Brian." And I know you remember when she was on
2: here. Oh, absolutely. You know, and it was just—it was—it was a supernatural type of show.
1: Yes, yes.
2: You know, and I can truly say that after her show. We we I, I think she's what really set us we, she did. It was like we, we went to another level after that show.
1: And that's true. So many so many people were calling us after the show that we started using that show to get other people to come in. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wanted a piece of Dr Ty Adams and we were saying go to her website and now Brian she's got this wonderful thing uh out there that she's doing, the gospel book. We're going to get into that. And she's, her books and everything, and Brian, she does this question and answer thing, and, and it's posted in MySpace. And the mm-hmm. answers to the question is just flat-out wisdom. Yeah. I don't know if you read the the last one that she put out there, but it's just so much wisdom in that it makes so much sense. And it was just breaking things down, and I'm like, I'm just at all when I when I read the question and answer thing that she does.
2: You know, Greg, I, I haven't read it, actually. I I haven't really been on MySpace today except well, for to, to promote the show. But the one thing that I'm intrigued about is all the friends that she has on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I go out there, and I'm like, wow. You know, but that's just a testament. You know, because, you know, some of these uh, people who have MySpace friends, and they get out there, and they do their little profile thing. They they load up their, their MySpace page. I truly believe that she clicked on every last one of those
1: friends. (laughs) (laughs) And another thing, too, Brian, I was in in the question and answer thing. This young lady was saying that how she was led to minister to this guy that was going through some issues. He had some issues and some other ladies in the church wanted this man. Mm -hmm. You just have to see. You just have to read it. And I'm going to put it back out there tomorrow with uh, Dr. Ty's permission. And you have to read her response to that that question. It was just amazing. And everybody's reading it. And I went in John Gray's um, website, and it's out there. So people wow. are passing her question and answer things around. And I get an email, just a regular email from someone that said, "Did you, you need to read this. You need to read this. This needs to be posted in all the churches. And that's just amazing how... The truth can just travel, just like junk mail. This thing is traveling. I'm not comparing it to junk mail, but it's getting around so fast that I'm getting like three or four different people emailing me. Then it
2: back to you, right.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, Brian, go ahead and bring it out to Taiwan because we we want her. We want to use every second that we have of her tonight, because somebody is going to be broken from all of this mess that they're dealing with, all this turmoil that they're in, and I I just truly believe that she's got a word for us tonight. All
2: right. Dr. Ty Adams is CEO and founder of Heaven Enterprises. She is a sex and relationship expert, best-selling author, and a life coach. She is the voice of counsel to thousands around the world through her nominated daily radio broadcast via streamingfaith.com and her celebrated web-based column, Ask Dr. Ty. Dr. Ty, are you there?
0: Yes, I am. Thank you so much, Greg and Brian, for having me back on. Yes. Oh,
2: we appreciate it. Yes,
0: thank you. It's like we're family now. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what, Dr. Ty, I, I, I want to get in the gospel. I want to talk about that piece that you responded to, that young lady, about the the incident that she was, the was situation that she was dealing with in the church. Yes. Now, the, the, the young lady said that she was led to she was led, or she was given the word from up above that, she was to minister to this guy That was struggling with something And your answer to her was <laughs>
0: I'm I, think, to I think I was um, I, I, I guess sometimes um, I, I think for the most part um, I will have a particular person email me And they'll say How could you say that to that person Yeah. But I will say this to you Greg I never respond to um, any of my questionnaires from the Ask Dr. Ty column without um, propositioning the Holy Spirit. I don't give advice out of my own opinion um, because that would be ridiculous because they're not coming for Dr. Ty. They're coming for the anointing that rests upon my life. And if I give them Ty, then I give them junk.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, See, that's not easy for people to say that about themselves. But if I come in the flesh and in my own opinion, then I tear up people's lives. I have a responsibility as the mouthpiece of God that I go before the Holy Spirit to be able to get instructions uh, to give this to God's people because I don't want to lead people astray. And if I give them my advice, then I'm going to give this. They're going to be taking the the, uh, wrong exit off the highway, if you will. And these people are looking for the destiny, the path that God has given them. And this particular woman had, um, um, had gotten some interest of this particular uh, young minister in her church, and uh, she wanted advice in regards to whether should she uh, befriend him um, because she wanted to be able to minister with some issues that he was struggling. Now, one of the things about my Ask Dr. Dye columns, I look at intricate words, um, sometimes people tell you the story, but there's one particular word that someone may say something, and I just grab, it's one particular word. Yeah. And, and God will give me something specifically on that one particular thing and reveal a number of things to me what's going on in that situation. And even though the eyes around the world can't particularly see the people when they respond back to me, but 99.9% I've had, the responses of those who I had given the advice to, they came back and said, I cannot even believe that you told me stuff that I never even showed you in the letter, Hmm. that I never even showed you in the inquiry, that there were some things that you put out and that you said that you tapped right ahead on it. And so my my, my ultimate goal is to lead people back to the Holy Spirit concerning uh, the direction that they need for their lives because even in church... Uh, the enemy, what he does is try and confuse us with spiritual things. And so the problem with the church is now is that we are not um, skillfully crafted um, in the Holy Ghost, if I can even use that terminology, because there will never be a level that we can graduate in God. But there is a level that God is getting, the, uh, trying to get the church to tap into because, uh, let me say this to you, If you and I were talking to a three-month-old infant, there's only so much conversation that we can get to that person, to that baby. All we can say is, God, God, Google. Oh, don't you look so cute. Oh, goochie, goochie, goochie. And that is the extent of the conversation that we can have with that baby. And that's why a lot of people come to my column, because they don't have enough language to be able to dialogue or communicate with God for themselves, and that's why people come to the Ask Dr. Ty column because they know I'm going to go to God on their behalf and get the instructions and the direction that they need, and so my goal is to ultimately get them to be able to do the same things because I don't want people to get to the place where they come all the way always every day to dine at my table and never come to the Father's table and sit with him and dine, Mm -hmm. and so that's what the Ask Dr. Ty column does, and so um, it's been a. Um, A a great success, if you will, if I can use that word, Uh, because, again, my goal is is to not even shortchange people. I don't play. I'm not going to give you no baby answers, and I'm not going to pat people on the back, especially if they're in sin. I never celebrate sin. And my, my goal is to get people to turn from the error of their ways. And that's what they're coming for advice for. Advice is to steer you in the right direction. And so that's my hopes with the doc, Ask Dr. Ty Collins and my hopes, again, tonight even to do that on the show with you all.
2: Awesome. awesome. Yes, awesome.
0: Abundant nice. solutions. Okay. Nice. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know, Dr. Adams, I want you to talk a little bit about um, your single, saved, and having sex, the book. Talk a little bit about that and what that is about. Um, you know, and I'll tell you why I asked you, I'm sorry. Because when I first saw that title I'm thinking, Whoa <laughs> That's kind of like you know, like Greg's mother said was right in your face. Yes. You know? And and that's that and it is really what draw you know, what kind of drew me to seeing what else that you were talking about. You know what I mean? It was like I've got to figure out what she is talking about because single safe, and having sex, that don't sound right. So tell us a little bit about the book.
0: Well, the reason why it's kind of harsh uh, because um, I think we've pacified sin and we made people feel comfortable with living in it. Mm. And so when you see someone aggressively coming after it, it's like, ooh, okay, did she just say masturbation? <laughs> um, did she just say orgasm? And it's as if, okay, as it's if it's strange to their ears. Right. The problem is is that we're doing it behind closed doors, but then we come with a mask on and shout and put a hallelujah praise on our tongue when we're the ones that's struggling with sex. And so um, the Bible says in the book of Jude, it says that there are many people that you're not going to be able to pacify and see. You're going to have to hate the very garment of sin that they're, out, that they're living in the wardrobe of sin that they are wearing, you're going to have to hate it and pull them out of the fire of hell. I'm not your, you know, and bless God for your Joe Osteen ministries. I love ministries like that. I even watch Joe Osteen on TV, but that's not the pulpit or the platform that God has given me. Mine says, put your panties back on or you're going to go to hell.
2: <laughs> Amen.
0: <laughs> and so because sin is very, um, especially sexual sin, because sexual sin is an entanglement in the soul and in the spiritual realm, you can't lightly play with sexual sin. And because the grip or the stronghold of sexual sin is so tight that it's like um, it's kind of like uh, trying to uh, go through a, a a webbing, if you will, a spider web. And it's an entanglement up of people's spirit caught up in other soulish realms of other people's spirit. And so you can't come with that, you know, oh, you know, God understands, and, you know, um, just pray about it, and, and God will make a way. No, when you attack sexual sin, not only do you have to come at it aggressive, but you've got to live a holy life, too. <laughs> Oh, okay, I'm just going to stop there for five seconds if you just let me do that. <laughs> because the reason why is if if the anointing falls from the head down, then so does perversion and contamination fall from the head down. Hmm. And if the body of Christ is predominantly in sexual perversion and sexual sin, then that means there's a lot of people in leadership who are in sexual perversion. Uh Ah, okay. Uh See, (laughs) uh, you cannot go in the smoker's club or the smoker's lounge and not get smoke on you. Mm. Uh, uh, You cannot puff on a cigarette every single day and not expect your five-year-old not to become a smoker. Because just as second-hand smoke kills, second-hand fornication kills. <laughs> Holy Ghost help us tonight. Listen, if I am in sexual sin, then everybody in the body of Christ is subject to contamination. And so this is why I come aggressive after sin because even though that God delivered me from masturbation, he delivered me from lesbianism, he delivered me from fornication, if I am delivered and my sister is still masturbating, then I'm a masturbator because the body doesn't become whole until all of us are sexually free. And so just because your church and your singles ministry got it going on, but for all the churches down the street got a lot of whores, your church still is whoring because we all are one. Until we all come into the unification of the body of Christ, until we all get healed, then the body walks around wounded and sick. You cannot catch a head cold without your chest being affected from it. Mm. So the entire body is affected when one person is masturbating. Because when your hand follows you, it prevents me from worshiping. And that's why as a person, as the mouthpiece of God, as the hand of God, I can never get in a pulpit with contamination on me because everybody else in there will walk out in masturbation.
2: So it's sort of like saying one, you know, one bad apple spoils the whole bunch.
0: Yes. Hmm. That's exactly what's going on in the body of Christ. Hmm. And so we've got to get to the place where the entire body gets whole, where the entire body gets healed. And that is the mandate of God on my life, is to see to it that the bishop gets healed, that the layperson gets healed, that the single mother gets healed, that the evangelist gets healed, that all of us walk in the unification of wholeness in the body of Christ. And so we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't fully come into worship until so all of us come into the place where God gets us to the place where we're all delivered. And so when we, when we get aggressive about uh, uh, attacking the enemy and getting people off of God's people, when we allow um, God to use us to be able to come unchain other people out, then I'm freeing my own children's children. Somebody help me. Listen, you're getting sold. Or your neighbor getting whole is predicated on your grandchildren being whole. <laughs> because secondhand fornication will kill the entire body. Yeah. Yeah. And so the generational curse gotta be broken by the bloodline of Jesus Christ. And so now it is the hour that we all come become dogmatic. Because right now there's a five year old child performing oral sex on a man in Cambodia. Wow. Right now, there's a three-year-old being molested. And the only way that Satan still has the full power in the earth is because he has to have a free agent of God. Okay, let me stop. Let me, let me back up a bit. It was the reason why Lucifer... Born Lucifer, as the English accent would dictate it. The reason why Lucifer was even kicked out of heaven is because he wanted the body of God. (laughs) Uh, So then when he came here on earth, he said, you know what, God, I think he did something by kicking me out. (laughs) He said, all I got to do is continue to use his body. Mm. The only way that he still has the power... To have Beyonce still sleeping with Jay-Z is <laughs> because there has to be a woman of God still masturbating. We empower, this, we empower Satan to have this much control in the earth because he's still using the body. There's no way he can have this much power without using the body of Christ, without using God's vessel. Because if he used it, his own vessel, he wouldn't have as much power. He has to use an atom. He has to use an Eve to be able to do it. Mm. And so when we take back the power, when we make a decision as the body of Christ that we will no longer allow Satan to use the body, we will dismantle his power in the earth. Wow! And we're doing that right now with Black Talk Radio. We're doing that in the airwaves. We're dismantling his power. Hmm. When one of us just stands up. And so we get the victory when each and every one of you, are listening to the sound of my voice when you make a decision. Okay. Uh, I just heard somebody say, "Okay, but I ain't ready yet," and 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 I don't know if you know because I I messed up the last time and you know well you know and, and I don't think I'm just ready yet. You know because it, it it's a process with this. Uh, let me explain something to you. When you don't make a decision to live right, you automatically make a decision to live. not to live right. You understand? When, when you make a decision that I'm not ready to make a decision yet, then you've already made a decision. <laughs> See, you've got to be able to make a conscious decision on a day-to-day basis as to where the direction of your life is going. Because procrastination, as the Bible says, is equal to vandalism. Mm. Mm. Have you ever seen somebody come in and vandalize the house, spray paint the walls, rip open the couch? Just tear up the entire house, kick in the walls, take the, the, the frame of the house and just destroy, move all the pipes out of the house? That's what you're doing with your life when you procrastinate, when you say, you know what, next week I'm going to repent, and and, 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 you know what, at the top of April, that's when I'm going to do it. I'm going to make a decision then. No, what you're doing is vandalizing your life. You're allowing the enemy to come in and spray paint on the wall of your spirit, blocking your ability to even hear from God. Yeah, I'm talking to church people. And this is why we get in positions where we allow our flesh to start speaking with us, like the young woman who uh, called in for, um, on the Acts Dr. Ty. She couldn't even hear from God because she believed God was calling her into a relationship to help a man out of his struggles. Now, it's a devil or a liar. The twist i something so crazy. How are you thinking that God had ordained you to come into a relationship with, with a man to help him with his struggles? <laughs> The devil is like, it's just a setup for you to just go ahead and operate in sexual sin.
2: You know, Dr. Ty, I was going to say that. I was going to say, you know, that doesn't even sound right, because half the time, if you know you ain't been out of, if you're not out of that situation, how
0: are you going to help somebody else? Exactly, exactly. But well, listen, here's the thing, Brian, I would never put myself in a situation, even if I am out of sexual sin, to go ahead and minister to another man. It's a setup. And I'm talking about I'm Holy Ghost field. I speak in tongues. I pray all night. Well, Let me tell you something. I don't set myself up. I ain't crazy. (laughs) You know, we put ourselves in too many positions because we think we speak in tongues. (laughs) You (laughs) set yourself up. Come on, you can go over to his house at 11 o'clock for prayer. The devil is a liar.
1: Uh -uh. (laughs) you ain't going to be speaking in tongues, but
0: y'all will you be using your tongues for another reason.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Dr. Todd, let me ask you this. On on the on the boat on the crew that you're gonna have you have a lot of stars coming in. What will the the people that sign up for this boat? What are some of the classes that you're gonna teach or the workshops that that you're gonna have for them?
0: I'm gonna do what church has never seen. Uh oh. <laughs> you know, God is God is the manufacturer of the orgasm. Did you know that? God is the one that created, oh, I just heard somebody in the church up. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, my father, my daddy is the one that created the orgasm. And so we're going to be able to fully show the body of Christ how to function in the gift that God created for his own children. Because, see, a lot of you have used God's gift and orgasm without him. It's illegal to use God's creation without him. And that's why there's destruction in the lives of so many people who have had sex. Because you cannot separate God's creation or his gifts from him and not expect any destruction. And so now my assignment on that boat is to be able to fully get the body of Christ to engage in God's gifting without the destruction to fully get the body of Christ to understand the functionality of the body, um, uh, sexual arousal, how to be able to maintain it in your singleness without falling or becoming, um, I guess, uh, prey to it, if you will, because many people don't know how to celebrate their singleness. You know, so many single folks, they're just so ready to get married, it's ridiculous. They're just like, Lord, just, give, just send me a husband. If, if, if I could get a dollar... But each prayer request that I get for somebody to say, pray for me, a husband, oh, Lord, I'll just be more, I'll be rich in the Oprah Winfrey right now. <laughs> i get an email all, like several times a day, could you pray for me, a husband, Dr. time I'm like, Lord, Jesus, like I'm over here want to be a nun. <laughs> okay, let me say this. I have a desire to have a, a husband just like so many other, other single women. But why am I over here? Without a baby daddy or a sugar daddy, okay, let me say this. I'm a single mother to an 11-year-old that's getting ready to turn 11 years old in just another week and a half. Ain't no man been to my, my daughter, have never seen me with a man. Oh, my God. And all of my bills are paid. Did you, did you just hear that? I don't have no man paying my bills because God's my baby's daddy. <laughs> but, you know, well, well maybe, you'll, maybe you got a good relationship with your father, with your, with your daughter's father. You don't have none of that baby mama drama, all that baby daddy drama. No, no, no. My, babe, my daughter's father is not even in her life. Let, let, just let me tell my own business tonight, okay? Let me just do that. Mm-hmm. Because we think that for some reason that other people on the other side of the pulpit, like, we got it made in the shade. No, it's making a decision that God, even if the light bills got to get turned off, I'm going to remain holy. I'm going to keep my clothes on because I trust you with nothing. Uh, That's a relationship with God. When you can trust him with absolutely nothing in fear that you're going to get an eviction, don't even have a car to even get your kids to school, but holiness, uh, let me tell you, it's worth it. It's worth living it, and I'm going to show you just how to do that when we get on that boat. Uh, Let me tell you something. When we get on that boat, we're going to be seriously doing what Peter couldn't do. We're going to walk on some water. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Brian Greg, pack your bags Listen And get on that ship Because when we get on that ship Let me tell you something Even the people that are going to be on there That's not even signing up That didn't even come for gospel love boat I promise you As the prophet of God There are going to be people That's going to be coming out of their cabin crews Who will teen there to sin That's going to get saved I feel the Holy Ghost tonight.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I said, we going to rock the boat. We're going to show a lot of the women that come on the boat what a true man looks like. Mm. See, People looking for biceps and triceps and, and men that dress real fine and walk in the room and, oh my God, he looked like Denzel Washington. No, no, sexy. Oh, let me tell you what sexy is. Sexy is a man that worships, a man that falls to his knees and says, God, I ain't nothing without you. That's a sexy man right there. And a lot of women in church don't know how to identify him because she's looking for muscles. Ugh. Wow. <laughs> I just heard the church organ <laughs> Listen, we're going to have some fun on this boat too Listen, those of you who only know how to do a church dance uh, No, 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 we're going to be putting on heels We're putting on a dress And we're going to have a lover's gala night And we're going to have a purity ball night for the singles mm. How about dressing up in all white Where it matches the inside of your pure spirit Oh my God I'm talking about people who live a lifestyle of Christianity, who live the life and don't even have to tell nobody you save and People walk up and want to find out who God is. When you are living epistle, when you live off the favor of God, when all your bills get paid and you will say, I, don't, I am here every single day at 3 o'clock. When my daughter gets home, I put her to bed every night. We, we pray every single day. I wake up when she comes here, and she never seen a man sleep in my bed who don't have a ring on my finger. I'm going to show the single women how to be able to do that, with how to live this life as a single woman without falling subject to the temptations of this world, because guess what? It's there, and it's real. I'm going to show the married people how to restore sexual wholeness back into their marriage. Oh, do you know how married people really don't have sex? Mm. I just told them to marry people. I did the, not a single folk said, what? And I want to run to get married? There's a lot of married folks who ain't even having sex. That's just, you know how much a sin that is? That's as, just as much of a sin as a single person having sex. Wow. Break it down for them. I know you're going to break it down, right? <laughs> the Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians 7 that you even got to get permission to go fast and pray to give up sex. You even got to go get permission before you – God upholds the sexual integrity of a marriage higher than your fasting life. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I just broke some religion up right now because people
2: – I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I want to I ask you something about that because, you know, I hear a lot of people talking, you know, and saying that, that oh, well, you know, once you get married, you can forget it. And it sounds like it's more commonplace than not. Yes. And so do you think that's just because, you know, they already figured, over? Oh, well, that's how it's going to be because that's how it was with, with my mom and my father. You think it's, it's part of just that generational curse where that just occurs? Or do you no, think it's you, something that's even deeper?
0: Um, it's even deeper than that. Let me tell you this. The reason why is because um, the only time that a man and a woman can become one, is through sexual union and their, covenant, and their covenant marriage with God. It's the only time that they can become one. And so the enemy wants to interrupt that by causing strife, um, causing the issues that you had prior to marriage, um, your own single destruction. Because let me say this, if you are sleeping around or masturbating as a single woman or a man, it's going to show up in your marital bed. See, a lot of people use in the scripture, you know, it's better to marry than to burn as, a, as an excuse to run ahead and go ahead and get married. And so we think that the burning is going to stop. I had a gentleman who uh, sent a question um, on the Ask Dr. Ty column um, about masturbation in marriage. And he said to me, he said, um, you know, is it wrong to, to masturbate while you're married? And if it is, why is it? And, you know, let me say this. I'm really going to have to go get deep because some, somebody think I'm going to throw up a scripture right here, but I'm not. Um, when, when a man masturbates, what he's doing is speeding up the normal process that God intended for the release of the semen through his body. God never intended for a rapid flow of semen to come through the body that masturbation produces. And so now his wife can't keep up with him, and so now she has to compete with masturbation. (laughs) So now when he climbs up on top of her, she ain't enough no more. Oh, my God. Hmm. See, masturbation is solo sex. And when two people are married, God intended, because your body never belongs to you even when you were single, and it doesn't even belong to you when you get married. Your body never belongs to you, absolutely never. When you get married, once you've had your body committed to God in your single life, God literally takes that whole body, which it should be, and gives that whole body as a gift to your husband or to your wife. It's an awesome gift. But, see, when you contaminate it and when you beat up on the gift and it's just going to just give your wife that gift after you have beat up on it and expect her to be able to compete with that, what you do is you literally get up on top of her and you vomit perversion on top of her. And now she has to compete with something that she was never supposed to compete with. And then with masturbation, what it does is that it breathes and it lives out of the genesis of uh of sexual perversion, because now you have to be able to derive up lustful thoughts to even achieve an orgasm. And so now he's daydreaming about his wife and three other people's wives while he's trying to achieve this climax. And so it distorts the full, um, the wholeness and the sanctity of sexual union in a marriage. And so now we've got to be able to restore um, sexual integrity. See, people think sexual integrity and purity is just for single people. The, you know, many people say in Hebrews 13 and 4, it says that the marriage bed is undefiled. So they think they can just do anything they want to do in the bed. Oh, everything is just, we can do whatever. But any sex without God is defilement. And we're going to talk about that on the boat too. So we're going to bring sexual wholeness and sexual integrity even back to the marriage bed so that those who um, are married can finally be able to come. I get so many married women who absolutely hate sex while they're married now. They thought that you know, once I get married, then I can have all the sex that I want to. A lot of men got married. Once I get married, I can I can have all the sex, and all my struggles gonna be over with. But marriage is an amplified. It's the King James version becomes amplified. Whatever you are in your singleness, it'll show up double in your marriage. And so now we've got to be able to reverse some of the curses that's been taking places in some of the marriages in, uh, in the church, if you will. And so we're going to explore that as well on the boat. So pack your bags.
1: <laughs> Dr. Ty, we have a caller in. I don't know. Uh, hopefully she's still with us uh, from the 707 area code. Brian, uh, bring the caller in if you can, please.
2: I'll do that. Caller from the 707 area code. Are you there? Yes. Hi, Nicole. Hey, why? Hi, and welcome.
1: Hi. Thank you for
0: holding. You have a question or comment for Dr. Ty? Um, it's more of a comment. I just want to say thank you. I had um, just subscribed to your blog from on MySpace, like right around Valentine's Day. And I know during Valentine's Day sometimes you get caught up in the you know the hype of the love and you have to be with somebody. But when I read the the do's and don'ts of Valentine's Day, it I think it really changed me because I can say for the first time this year I had a wonderful Valentine's Day and I spent it with my family and my friends and I was single. And I just wanted to thank you for that because it gave me a different outlook on the day itself. I appreciate that. I thank you uh, so much for calling in. I'm glad that it blessed your life because what's most important in your life is God wants you to be whole um, when it doesn't have to be added with a man. God wants you complete irregardless if a man ever comes in your life. And so that literally puts you in the position where God can send you one. And so when you say steadfast on this, on this path, when you keep your focus on singular, on God, then God gets you, then that empowers God to be able to send someone else in your life to add to it, not complete it. And so I thank you so much for uh, even receiving that word. God bless you. Thank you for that. Yeah.
2: Thank you.
1: Yeah. Nicole? Yes. There's a there's a place for you on the boat,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nicole. Yeah. I want to see we we gonna rock that boat, Nicole, and you. I need you to be on there. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I was just thinking. I was like, this is something that I should do because I've just, I guess, for the last year, I've been really working with my relationship with God, and I've tried, you know, working with it, you know, working on my relationship, being with a relationship with a man, and I know. For myself, that my relationship with God has to come first, and I'm learning how to be saved and single. And so, I think I would really benefit from the um, from the cruise. Get your girls
1: ready. Get them ready. (laughs) Bring your girls on the boat.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and and that's what I want you to be able to experience, Nicole. See, a lot of times people have never even been out of their own cities and what we're literally doing is getting up and leaving the country and going to another territory, God wants you to see another part of his creation. Do you know that the Grand Turks have a whole other realm that you've never even seen? Do you, do you know it's an island there waiting for you, flowers that God put in the earth so that he can bless your eyes with? See, we're waiting for roses from another man when God already set it up for us. <laughs> see, God wants you to experience the single life while you're single. God wants you to be able to be able to experience life in its full and complete, and not um, where well, we're so caught up, or I don't have a man and I don't have a man. Well, we're so missing out on life when we need to just dive into it. Mm-hmm. And so, guess what I want you to do? I want you to log in. And guess what? I'm, oh, when I'm on the cruise, oh, I'm not gonna be one of those folks as I'm hiding in my cabin. No, we gonna put on we gonna put on our sandals. And I'm going to show you how to have some real fun and live a holy life as a single woman and still be able to celebrate and do cartwheels in the Holy Ghost. Okay. okay you ready for some real fun? Yes, I'm ready. Well, let's do it, Nicole. I look forward to meeting you. you. Nicole, was there anything
1: else that you wanted to ask Dr. Ty? Because uh, once she hangs up now, you're going to have to wait till you get her on the boat. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have any more questions. Okay.
2: Brian? I
0: look forward to seeing you in the islands. Yes. You too. Thank you, Nicole. Hang on. Thank you. Okay, Brian.
2: Yes, Brian, Yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the about the gospel love boat. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, you know how to get on the cruise and who's going to be there?
0: Um, one thing that um, the reason and I I really didn't even want to do this cruise and um, because of my schedule was so overwhelmed and one of the things that Um, oftentimes we never get to celebrate life. Um, And so one of the aspects of uh, Gospel Love Book Cruise is for singles and married couples because we're going to have day summits that will deal with every aspect of our lifestyle um, as a Christian and how to be able to successfully live the life that God intended for us and really to be able to enjoy love the way God intended for it to be. Many people have never experienced the kind of love that God created, absolutely never. And so um, we're going to be able to shatter the myths about love, how to be able to find it, how to be able to spot counterfeits, so that you'll never be able to um, have to be prey or subject to toxic relationships again. Most um, people who are single, um, a single woman will have at least kissed 30 men before she says, I do. (laughs) because she's trying to search for love. And by the time that she does get to what she thinks is love, her lips have already developed a track record of what she believes love to be. (laughs) And so now we've got to be able to destroy um, the myths even in the body of Christ as to really what love is and how do you obtain that. The church really doesn't even know that. And so my full hopes, of course, is to do that on the Gospel Love Boat cruise. Um, we're going to have five days in the Caribbean islands, and we've got special celebrity guests that will be on the cruise. Um, and when you go to GospelLoveBoat.com, you'll be able to see all of our guests that we'll have on the cruise. Um, we're going to have Kenny and Shantae Lattimore. I'm, I'm talking about well, when I really say we're going to do twofold of what the relationship is going to be. Um, You'll be able to really be able to walk in the spiritual aspects of relationship and the natural. Um, And that's probably what the problem is a a lot with the body of Christ, is that the only thing that we do know how to do is is shout on Sunday morning. We don't know how to live out love on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And so that's what we're going to be able to do um, on the Gospel Love Book Course. What I love about it is that we're giving you the opportunity to make um, um, a few payments so that it doesn't break your budget. I know a lot of you are looking at the gas pump, and so we've made it affordable for you all to be able to still get on the boat. And um, we're going to be launching the cruise in August, and we're going to actually be doing this every year. Um, Even my spiritual father, Dr. Miles Moreau, is actually, he won't be joining us for this first cruise, um, but I'm going to have a surprise for you guys on the cruise. I can't even reveal it to you right now. But each year thereafter, he's going to be able to do some things with us, even for that cruise. So we've got some wonderful surprises that's coming up. But on this cruise, um, we're going to have a concert. Um, we're going to have um, pajama party, up all night pajama party. Sorry, man, this is all for the ladies. We're going to do a whole, whole no-holds-bar pajama party where we deal with every um, aspect of the woman of God. Um, the life as a Christian woman, how do we live it in our relationships, how we live in in our career as a mother, as a sister, as a friend, and how we're able to do that successfully and live out all the love aspects in every relationship in our life, and we're going to do that at a pajama party, and it's going to be really, really fun. I'm talking about... No holds. But I'm gonna. I, I absolutely can't wait for that. We've got Dr. Wanda Davis Turner. She's gonna be in the pajama party with us. And if you have never heard Dr. Wanda Davis Turner, you're gonna be in for a treat um, from the best-selling book Sex Traps. Um, we're gonna be dealing with that, of course, um, both in marriage and in singleness. Um, even for the married women, we're gonna have a private session. Even for the married women who have had some sexual issues, even in their marriage. And so, again, my hopes, we've got tons of things that's happened on the cruise, and I wish I could tell them all in the next 10 seconds if I could. But you're going to see them all on gospelloveboat.com, and you can log on tonight and even get registered. Because the registration, we're going to close it on my daughter's birthday on March 31st. And so you guys should go ahead and log on and reserve your cabin now and um, get ready to really experience love the way God intended for it to be. We're going to have a blast. So I'm looking forward uh, even for you, Greg and Brian, for you guys to come on there too because we've got an all male panel that's coming on the cruise as well. Wow. So ladies, look out for the all-nail panel as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dr. A- Dr. Adams, we have another caller, and I want to try to get to them because they've been patiently waiting. caller from the 937 area code. Are you there?
0: Um, yeah, I got a um, like two part question for okay. Doctor Uh, She probably know who I am because it's Cindy Seven. I'm just trying to catch up, but um, on the Gospel Love Boat, is it gonna be like conference, like a conference you go to? I mean, because I'm trying to come on cruise, but I don't want to feel like guilty or self-conscious if I don't join in. Mm-hmm. Um, let me say this to you, um, and One of the things that um, if you will see any of our our events, um, all of them are non-conference, if you will, uh, because most of conferences um, that I've seen, and and there have been some great ones that I've been on myself, but um, there are a great number of conferences that do an injustice um, to God's people because what we do is uh, we give uh, God's people a spiritual appeal, uh, we uh, let them do cartwheels, and then they go home unchanged. One of the things that you will see on the Gospel Love Boat is a variation of different summits, as you notice, summits instead of conference, that will be able to explore um, lifestyle issues that we all operate in on a day-to-day basis. And those day summits are going to be um, through the um, the gist of the cruise, but then also you'll have a balance, if you will, and that's what the body of Christ has been missing. We want to be able to show you how to be able to walk a spiritual life, if you will, in God, but then also be able to see the uh, the natural side uh, or the lifestyle of Christianity, where you still can be able to celebrate life. Still have fun. Um, some of the other things that we're even going to do on the boat is um, the dating game. We've got a dating game that's coming, um, that's going to be on the cruise, and we also have the newlywed game on there as well. So we're going to be able to be able to um, be able to operate in a, a couple of functions that uh, the church necessarily doesn't uh, get a chance to operate in. That's why, I indicated, we will have concerts. Um, Um, uh, two nights of the conference, and then also we're going to have the Lovers Gala and the Purity Ball, where we just absolutely don't even do no preaching. (laughs) We may not even open up a Bible in that service because it's not even a service. What we're doing is celebrating the natural life of a Christian and showing people that you can be able to live this life without sinning, and so you'll be able to do that, Cindy, on the boat without feeling like you're going to need a life jacket because we're going to show you be able to how to do this on the cruise um, and how to live a balanced life, if you will. The Bible says in Proverbs 11 that a false balance is an abomination to God, and of course, Cindy, I want to be able to show you how to be able to do that without feeling like you're sinking, if you will, and, and a lot of people suffer in their lifestyle in their life as a Christian because they don't know how to be able to do that um, successfully. and I'm going to show you how to do that on the cruise. Well, Dr. Tye, the other part of my question, and I won't bother you anymore, but um, don't you think your singleness is different from somebody who hasn't had children? No. Um, Let me say this. Um, A lot of times people uh, get, uh, feel as if no one understands my plight or understand my struggle because um, the the enemy will make you believe that you're the only person dealing with your situation. Um, let me say this. Um, I don't have to necessarily uh, smoke crack to know that it's dangerous and that it'll kill you. I don't necessarily have to be an AIDS or HIV victim and not be able to minister to it. The, the misconception with the body of Christ is that you have to be an experienced uh, person, if you will, uh, in order to be able to minister to people's needs. See, you've got to be able to separate um, probably functionality from the anointing of God because there are some things that I've never operated in my life and been able to minister to married people. I've never been married, but how have I been able to counsel married people and I've never been able to say I do, because the anointing of God separates functionality. And so, just because um, you've never had children doesn't mean that I never can minister to you. Um, it's the anointing of God that's on a person's life that uh, that can be able to tap in some of the intricate areas in your life and really reach down to the needs or the place that you are longing in your life and be able to minister to those areas. And so I don't necessarily have to be able to walk a mile in your shoes to be able to minister to the shoes. Okay. I'll see you on the cruise, Cindy, and I'll see you tonight on MySpace because I know we'll be talking again. Okay. Have a good night. Thank you, Cindy. Yes,
1: thank you, Cindy. You know, one thing that I wanted to say and and Brian will hear me talk about it all the time. Well, before I say anything, Brian, let's go to
2: the caller from the three oh one Area Code. Sure. Caller from the three oh one area code, are you
0: there?
2: Yes. Hi everyone, this is Denisha. How is everybody doing?
0: Yes. Hey. Hi. Quickly I just wanted to say from that last, last caller that I understand I get a lot of friends. I have I'm a single mother. I get a lot of people saying, well, it's different for you because you already have a child. And I am I try to tell them all the time, my son can never fulfill the shoes of my husband-to-be, ever. And, yes, do I have someone in my house all the time? Yes. Am I, you know, is there always company? Yes. But that can in no way fulfill the lacking <laughs> of the desire that I have for my mate. So when people say that, I'm like, and, in fact, it's just, Actually, being a single parent reminds me, and his father not being in, in his life, reminds me of how much I'm missing
2: a uh-huh. spouse,
0: how much I'm missing the spouse because now he's growing up without his father. And thank God, praise God that he is his father. But in no way, I, I want people to hear that, in no way. So don't think you need to just run out and have a kid or that that somehow fills the void. It does not, that's it right. never can, and it will never fill that void. So I just had to call in, because I, when I heard her ask the question, I get that all the time, and I'm like, it, it is, a child is not, that's not why God gives us, gives us children, to fill voids of mate. That's not the purpose of a child. Mm-hmm. That's it. One of the things that even in relationships that God gives us, um, different variations of relationships, and they all support um, different needs in our life. My relationship with my sister is different from her relationship with her husband, but each of those relationships have a different, there are different components in her life, but they both on different levels in the same ability provide um, a necessary need in her life. And so um, the problem is, is that um, even with, I guess, and I'm with you too. I, I've got to say, did you say your name was Tanisha? Tanisha. Denisha, people think that, um, like you said, that children are a substitution for a man. <laughs> um, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to get real. i got to get so real with this. Um, people think that church is a substitution for a man. Mm. You know, the fallacies that we have um, as it relates to relationships in our life is just astronomical in the body of Christ because we think, for the most part, that even if we have children or even if we have a man, that we're going to be safe as a Christian. And the problem is is this, is that even if you get the man and you have the children, it does not guarantee the life that you think that you're going to have. Oh, I just shattered some people who wanted a house, the picket fence, and the kids. Because outside of those, if you still don't have God, as the lifeline of all of those relationships, you're still subject to failure. Be it with your sister, with your mother, with your children, with your husband, with your wife, if God is not the lifeline or the bloodline of any of those relationships, you're still going to fall. But guess what? The need for or a desire, if you will, for a mate, there's not, absolutely nothing wrong with it. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. It just needs to be in its central place where, because I've seen so many people who are desperate for a mate, desperate for a husband and wife, that they forget um, the, I guess, the order or the process, if you will, to enter into relationships. And so we think, okay, just because they go to church, they carry a Bible, then I can just go ahead and have sex with this person, I can go ahead and marry them, and then we end up in relationships or in marriages that we were never supposed to be in. And so um, I want to, again, of course, be able to interrupt that fallacy, even in the body of Christ, so that we be able to understand the functionality of each and every one of the relationships that we have and so that we can celebrate the lifeline of those relationships in a healthy way.
2: Hmm. That's good. Wow, I must
0: have said something deep Mm because I just heard a pin drop. (laughs)
2: oh you did i mean that's good stuff because i you know i never thought about it that way that you know i mean i've heard where people will try to substitute different things and different people in their life you know or try to use them as substitutes for what they you know what they're really looking for Mm -hmm. and clearly you know when you all when you begin to try to substitute you should already know that a substitute ain't the real thing it's just a substitute Mm-hmm. you know but people still do that people still try to incorporate those things and they want to believe that they're so you know that 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 substitute is like the real thing you know
0: exactly because just because you if if you have a child in the place of a husband you haven't what you literally did is did an injustice because now you're going to soak up the child. And, and, and that's why I see what a lot of people who have done that in relationships with their own children, and now their children don't know how to be able to develop interpersonal relationships because now um, the relationship that they had with their parents is at a disadvantage uh, because there was no balance there, if you will. And even as a single mother with one child, I uh, even have to train my daughter how to be able to develop relationships and have them at a balance so that she just don't solely depend on even mommy. My daughter, at 10 years old, has her own person. I never, absolutely never have had to tell my daughter to go and read her Bible. She never, not one day misses reading Bible or prayer time on her own without her mother because she has to understand that even outside of her relationship with mommy, that the lifeline or the balance of our relationship is still going to be predicated on the relationship that she has with God. And, and so if most peop- if in many of the people who have given um, getting injustice to themselves and had children in place of a husband and they said, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and have children so I will have this need for a husband, they will find that it's amplified. They will see that the need for the husband or the desire for the husband never went away. Just because I have a daughter, I still desire to have a husband. If God wake me up tomorrow morning and say, today is the day I'm going to introduce you to your husband, you got understand I'm going to be celebrating. I'm going to put me on some heels, and I'm just going to have a party because I want me a husband. Just because I'm sacred with the Holy Ghost and I love Jesus, Doesn't mean that I don't want to get married, but it's in its proper alignment. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to have a spiritual will alignment in the body of Christ so that we can steer on the path of destiny, if you will. We've got to have a spiritual alignment so that we can get on course in God. And so we're going to successfully do that on the cruise. I hope you'll be joining us, Tanisha. Yeah.
1: Um, Dr. Ty, we have another caller on from the 206 area code. Brian, can you bring them in?
0: Uh, sure. uh, we, really, we have about
1: four minutes left, so if we if we can get them in real quick.
2: Sure. Caller from the 206, are you there?
0: Yes, thank you. Hi, this is Dr. Bede calling.
1: Dr. Hey, how are you?
0: We're, I'm fine. I know your time is limited, but I just wanted to say to Dr. Ty, I want to commend you for walking in the assignment that God has given you. Often people are going to talk back. What you're dealing with is a touchy subject to many people, and especially in the kingdom. But I want to encourage you to go forth with what you're doing because what you are doing is so necessary, and it has generational lasting power. So I just thank you for being obedient to your calling. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that because um, that's, the, that's the heartbeat of this ministry. And so um, it always blesses me when the people of God are being blessed and empowered and challenged and changed in this ministry. And so I certainly appreciate you for that, and I thank you for your support of this ministry and your prayers. Thank you so much.
1: Yes, yes. Dr. Todd, we have about three minutes left. If you can give out your information again about the Love Boat, the Gospel Boat, and uh, any other information that you want to put out there. I know you have some books, and we didn't talk about all of
0: them, but if you would, um, please let the uh, listeners know. The uh, Gospel Love Boat is uh, gospelloveboat.com, G-O-L-S-P-E-L-L-O-V-E, boat.com. And um, you can log on tonight and go ahead and get registered, um, for um, get your cabin res- reserved. Um, we, um, we have a lot of singles groups that are coming on, a lot of singles ministries. Um, and, of course, a lot of people, um, married couples, are even using it as their anniversaries. Um, and even um, an opportunity for them to renew vows. We're going to even be doing that on the cruise as well. And so um, I would encourage you all to go ahead before uh, we go ahead and close our reservation in just another week. Uh, we're going to be closing um, out registration. And so go ahead and get your uh, cabin reserve It's gospelloveboat.com. And, of course, ask Dr. Ty Column. Um, like you said on the beginning of the show, I literally <laughs> look at every friend request that does come through MySpace. Um, I do not acquaint myself with just anybody because, again, um, I'm only open. Um, as a physician to go after people who need to be healed and want to maintain that healing, and so I don't just accept any friendships on MySpace. And of course, the Axe Dr. Ty column is there, and um, we're aggressively trying to implement it to where it's um, where we're doing at least a Axe Dr. Ty column um, on the blocks at least every other day. With my schedule, it's been um, a little bit difficult, but. We're trying to stretch myself. If I could clone myself, I would. But we do the Ask Dr. Ty column. Um, of course, again, if you are looking for solutions, if you will, I'm getting back on the path or getting sound direction. That's what the Ask Dr. Ty column will, is exclusively um, what we um, are here to do for you. And so I'm here to answer any of your questions. I look at every message on space. A lot of people come on there and ask me, is this really you? i look at all of my messages, even if I don't answer them. I pray over all of the messages that come through. And um, and um, even if I don't um, answer your, um, your question in the Ask Dr. Ty column, I still answer those questions privately, if you will. So um, log on tonight. It's uh, myspace.com uh, forward slash Ty Adams online. Uh, and, of course, you can visit my website at tyadams.com. Org. That's T-Y-A-D-A-M-S dot O-R-G. And so please visit me online. Any of the products there, there um, one of the things that I do is, even with the product, I don't just put anything that's in the store. Any of the product that is placed there is guaranteed to equip you to walk into life that God has called you um, to walk in. One of the things is that um, many people think that just, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to log on and I'm going to ask Dr. Ty a question, and that's going to be the solution, and that's it, and I'm going to be able to live the life God intended for me. And that's farthest from the truth because faith comes by hearing. It's consistent hearing on a day-to-day basis. And so I would encourage you um, for, your, for the success of your spiritual walking God to be able to log on to the website and to be able to get some of the products that will give you some essential solutions and tools to be able to walk in successfully in the relationships. Um, that God is calling you to, and even the sexual life that God is calling you to. And it is now time for the body of Christ to be able to celebrate that. And so I hope you'll enjoy me in the celebration.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Ty, and thank you so much for everybody else listening in. We have about two seconds. Uh, Thank you so much. God bless and good night.